Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That is what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. Be it joy and laughter, sorrow and tears, awe and insight, or deepest devotion, as we visit and listen, we are all part of a spiritual voyage called Song of the Soul. Will Feudeman's musical muse is very strongly connected to his hopes, prayers, and vision for the world. His day job has included work as a social worker and therapist, and he is currently doing healing work through the Eastern arts and sciences, including acupuncture and Qigong. Will completes his life work with his music, which he performs on guitar, mandolin, and mandola. Spiritually and philosophically fueled by both his Jewish identity and his Taoist leanings, you'll find his songs sharing meaning and the promise of hope. He has performed with a number of artists, including Cayuga Klutzmer Revival, opening for Charlie King, and sharing music with the People's Music Network. His home turf is Ithaca, New York, and that's where we'll now connect with Will Feudeman, by phone. Will, how wonderful to have you join me today for Song of the Soul. I'm happy to be with you, Mark. Say a little bit about the journey that got you here on the program, because I hadn't run into you. I've, I've not been to Ithaca for 20 years now, so I didn't run into you that way. How did you run into me? Well, I had, can't remember having set foot in Wisconsin, actually. I think there was a cross-country trip many decades ago. My friend Phil Host was on your program very recently, and he shared with a bunch of his friends. We also were all friends of Bob Blue, a magnificent songwriter that I knew through a songwriter's group in the Boston area and through the People's Music Network. At any rate, Phil alerted us to his interview with you, and I was happy to listen to Phil and his songs again, and I've enjoyed, I actually remember performing a bunch of songs, backing Phil up on my mandolin. I looked at what your show was about, and I thought, well, Phil could do it. Maybe he'd want me. Who knows? So I decided to contact you. Music is not your front burner or hasn't been your front burner, I think. Uh, sticking needles in people is more likely. Yes, I'm an acupuncturist, and, and Chinese medicine is more than sticking needles in people. Yeah, I, I do healing work. And I've also been a social worker before I got into Chinese medicine, and that still informs the work I do with people. And it's satisfying work on an individual one-to-one basis. I love the fact that people usually leave my office saying, thanks, I feel so much better. I get that kind of response much more often than I got when I was doing psychotherapy with people. But I've certainly been singing and playing uh, stringed instruments for longer than I've done either of those things and making up songs since I was 16 and singing. And that's an important part of who I am in the world, and it makes my life fuller and richer when I am making music, when I am creating music. 
by the way, I meant the needle sticking as a kind of a lighthearted comment on most people's view of acupuncture. In fact, my wife is a yoga teacher. Ayurveda is part of her view. Of course, that's from India. And uh, you'll find a couple interviews on my site, people doing Asian medicine in general. So I'm pretty widely informed about it, but a lot of people out there get fixated on needles, don't they? Well, and it's a turnoff to a lot of people. They feel like, oh my God, it's going to hurt. I don't want to do it. And the biggest hurdle when people get referred to me who very often it's the last resort because they've tried everything else. And I'm just trying to let them know that the needles are not much thicker than a hair on your head. And the sensation is going to be brief. And remember, folks, you can check out Will Feudeman via his website, willfeudeman.com. Links on nordenspiritradio.org. But in case you're spelling challenged, like I am, F-U-D-E-M-A-N. So it's Will, W-I-L-L, Feudeman.com. On that site, you'll find about his acupuncture and other Asian medicine, but you'll also find some links getting you to his CD baby recordings and how to contact him in case you're interested in his music. And speaking of your music, Will, let's start off. What would you like to share for Song of the Soul? Actually, just a couple of nights ago, I went over to my friend John Hilton's house to record a song called Why Bother? It's funny how I came to make up this song. I, I like to swim, a form of feeling alive, and I was swimming one day, and words to this song started coming to me, and I had a, a couple of verses already by the time I was back in the locker room, and I was laughing in the locker room. So I, you know, I, I enjoy this song a lot, and I hope other people do too. Let's listen to it. We'll talk more about it afterwards. The song is recorded just for this program, why Bother is the song, and the author and performer is Will Feudeman. Why bother make your bed in the morning When twelve hours later you'll pull covers down And scientists say it's better to leave it So dust mites don't flourish and make us all sick Believe it or not I read on the internet the healthiest thing is a dry, unmade bed. Why bother? Make your bed in the morning. It's easier leaving it unmade instead. And why bother with dating and romance, with hugging and kissing and roses and wine tomorrow? You might be disappointed, betrayed, or just bored, and you'll wonder how come. It's hard to conceive all the heartache and conflict can come from an innocent longing for love. Why bother with dating and romance? Your partner will never be who you dreamed of. And why bother? With trying to change things, injustice is normal. The bastards on top protesting and signing petitions and writing your congressman isn't much fun. You may get your hopes up support. Bernie Sanders, imagine a system that works for us all. Why bother 
with trying to change things Who wants to keep beating your head on a wall And why bother? One reason to bother To give up on love And our future's not sweet We're living We've got time to pass here We might as well wash And then sleep on clean sheets The children All want a good life here They want to play with us They want to learn how To bother To care for each other With the time we have left Why not get it right now? We have Will Futterman here today with us for Song of the Soul. That's his song, Why Bother? He recorded just a couple nights ago with a friend who has a recording studio. As you can tell, I think that Will is pro-making your bed. Is that right? Nah. <laughs> nah. Okay, good. That's a relief. I mean, the deal with my bed is I want my cat to stay off the pillows, but she's pretty well trained. She stays at the bottom of the bed most of the time. Well, it was a funny stretch from this whole sort of silly thing that did come out of an article I really saw on the Internet saying that not making your bed was healthier and going to the other exaggerated, hopeless, why bother verses. And then the hardest verse to write was trying to come up with an answer as to why we should bother to stay engaged in the game of life when it feels as if the arc of the universe may not be bending toward justice today. Do you have a closer relationship with any person than you do with your mandolin? That's a funny question. <laughs> well, I I happen to know musicians in some way bond with and have an intuitive sense of their instruments. It's as if they're an extension of their body frequently. Yeah, well, my mandolin actually was my father's mandolin, and it was given to him by his father, my grandfather, when my dad was 10 years old. So the relationship I have with that instrument is very long-lived and deep, so I would say that, but it's also easier than relationships with humans because, <laughs> I mean, the biggest challenge with the mandolin is tuning it. Is mandolin then your first instrument? I learned guitar first when I was 16, and my dad played mandolin, and after dinner, we would frequently go upstairs, and my dad would pull out sheet music, and we would play show tunes and jazz standards, and I'd be backing him up. And that was a really satisfying thing to do after dinner. So I started picking up his mandolin, and he showed me how to do the tremolo on it, which was my first mandolin lesson. And then when I started wanting to play it more, he said, why don't you get one of your own? Because he didn't want me to <laughs> take it away. So. But after he died, I, I was the person most likely to make use of that fine old lion in Healy. I'm an international folk dancer, and my favorite type of music is actually Israeli music, Israeli dance specifically. Because you have this Jewish background, klezmer and other things certainly would be naturals. Did that come from through your father as well? Yeah, my dad used to, well, we had records by Theodore Bacal and a couple of Mickey Katz records, which were played less often because they were kind of goofy, and you, once you've heard it, you don't want to hear it all the time. But my dad played Bacal a lot, and he would play songs from Fiddler on the Roof, 
that I would back him up on and by mere bis du Shane and, you know, some klezmer type things. So that when I met Jerry Tenney when I was living in the Bay Area, Jerry's been in Oakland for a long time and he's a terrific klezmer musician and Jerry really got me interested in listening to and playing klezmer music. And I've been on an acoustic klezmer string band for, I don't know, about 10 years now, along with the other stuff I do. And it's, yeah, it, it comes from an early place of there's some ways that that kind of music feels like home to me. So in fact, there's this old klezmer melody, Tanz Tanz Yidlech, which has been described by Henry Sapoznik as the quintessential Jewish melody before the advent of Hava Nagila. And when my friend Dina, who is not a religious Jew, she was brought up in New York City and went to the Little Red Schoolhouse, which was kind of where lefty uh, families would send their kids. And Pete Seeger would teach music there on occasion. Dina told me about an encounter she had with a Hasidic rabbi. And she said, this should be a song. So I like songwriting challenges. And I took this old klezmer melody and I made up this song about the story that Dina told me about something that happened to her one Rosh Hashanah almost 20 years ago. And the song is Dina's New Year by Wilf Hudeman. Every Rosh Hashanah I don't know what to do I don't like services but still I'm a Jew I grew up in the village, Little Red was my school My parents didn't go to shul Danny, my eldest to the Catskills, he did go Chassids he met there had changed his life Wearing long side curls, he moved to Brooklyn too Now he davens and they chose his wife On Rosh Hashanah, I'm driving to the supermarket Still no plan for Holy Day In a black suit, I see a short man walking Rabbi Ellie on his way to pray I stop my car and ask, can I help him? I was on my way to see you, he did say He pulls a ram's horn out of his pocket in the dust by the highway now he plays Back in my car after bidding him goodbye I smile as I'm driving to the store they dress kind of strange, I feel awkward when they pray But this kindred feeling's one I can't ignore I love my Danny, soon his wife will have a baby Never dreamed I'd be a grandma quite like this A family growing in the old tradition My son's happy, what else is there to wish? Hasid feels the presence of Hashem in all things Chance encounters on the road are what God brings When an angel's making music I can tell that he sings If I listen I can almost hear the wings A 
that little gem is by Will Feudeman. Feudeman is F-U-D-E-M-A-N. If you have any question about this, you always can come via NorthernSpiritRadio.org. It's called Dina's New Year, and it's from his recording Green Tree. You said it's to the tune of Tanz, Tanz, Judelech. I don't even know that song, although I tend to pride myself on knowing perhaps more Jewish music than most people. What is Tanz, Tanz, Judelech? Well, what it means literally is dance, dance, Jews. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Which seems I should know that, therefore. Actually, I've been engaged to do like high school graduation party for Jewish friends of mine for their kids. So it seems like I should have known that. And what situation would that have come up in? Where would I have heard it? Where should I have heard it? I don't know. You might have heard it at a Jewish wedding or a bar mitzvah party if you were hearing a klezmer band. I mean, it's, it's an old klezmer piece. If you've been around more Israeli music... The Israelis wanted to downplay Eastern European language, Yiddish, and culture because it was the culture and language that came out of you know, the land of oppression where difficult things happened, terrible things happened. And they were trying to create this whole new Hebrew culture. You said that Dina is a secular Jew, or was. I'm curious what your relationship to Judaism is. I'm a member of a temple, a reformed temple. Our rabbi is trained in the Reconstructionist. Variety of Judaism, yes. Right, and my friend Abby, who I've done a lot of music collaboration with, is a cantor who is trained in uh, what's called Jewish Renewal. People like Zalman Schachter, uh, who's no longer alive, and Rabbi Arthur Waskow are some of the uh, innovators of the renewal approach, which I relate to quite a bit. You know, I aspire toward faith. I go back and forth at different times in my life as to how solidly grounded in faith I am. In terms of spiritual practice, what I do daily is more comes from Taoism. I do Qigong and Tai Chi, and I also do yoga as opposed to prayer. But I relate to Jewish community and to the ethics that come from the prophetic tradition so that, you know, my rabbi, Brian Walt, who actually was born in South Africa, he's very much in the prophetic tradition. And it's about living for justice as uh, essential Jewish values so that we might consider we shall overcome to be a prayer that we would sing. One of my big openings into the Jewish world or to Jewish religion is through a renewal rabbi, Rabbi Marsha Prager in Philadelphia. She led a workshop at a national Quaker gathering I go to each year, and I was so inspired by the riches that she tapped into through with the renewal version, of course, which is different than orthodox or conservative or even reform, typically. Anyway, I, and so I've got an interview with her on NorthernSpiritRadio.org and with her husband, Jack Kessler, who is a cantor as well. Right, yes, I'm familiar with Jack and have met him, yeah. So those are riches there, but I think we need more riches from Will Feudeman. What song's up next? The Ninevites, speaking of a Jewish-related song, it's essentially a song that is Jonah's autobiography, you know. And uh, I was asked to write this song by a rabbi, or to come up with a song, for a children's Yom Kippur service to retell the story of Jonah. 
And I had read a retelling of Jonah's story by Anne Herbert, who used to write for uh, the Whole Earth Review and Coevolution Quarterly. She was. She's, she's passed away. But she uh, was a brilliant writer, and she had put out an unpublished manuscript that I had gotten called Compassion 101. And she had told the story of Jonah as the story of the joy of hatred of the people who are morally more reprehensible than we are. She kind of played around with that idea in a way that I took off from in coming up with the Ninevites, which is a song that I have been uh, asked to perform every Yom Kippur for probably the last eight or nine years at my temple. Well, we all know Ninevites in our life, people we think who are worse than we are, and that's who Will Feudeman is singing of in his song, The Ninevites. The Ninevites are really worse than me. God knows, God can see what there is to see. They drop their candy wrappers on the ground They take things they never owned from the lost and found The Ninevites are really worse than me God said that I should warn them to change their ways I ran away to see, I didn't stop think or pray Then came the rain A stormy gale I jumped overboard Swallowed by a whale Sat there thinking hard For three long days The whale coughed me up Once I had changed my mind I went to Nineveh to see what I might find. The things I'd heard now could be seen. All those Ninevites just acting mean. Told them to leave their nasty ways behind. I said, you Ninevites, You're really worse than me God knows and God can see what there is to see You drop your candy wrappers on the ground You take things you never owned from the lost and found You Ninevites, you're really worse than me Well, the Ninevites said, you're right, we've been doing wrong. And we'll change our ways, if you'll just change your song. They stopped using poisons, they grew organic gardens. They asked if God would beg their pardon, but I'll sing what I've been singing all along The Ninevites are really worse than me God knows and God can see what there is to see 
They drop their candy wrappers on the ground. They take things they never owned from the lost and found. The Ninevites are really worse than me. Well, I felt kind of bad, so I sat down under a tree. And that's the place that God's voice came to me. Do you really need someone to hate? Anyone can change before it's too late. Not too late for me to finally see that the Ninevites are really just like me. God knows and God can see what there is to see. We drop our candy wrappers on the ground. We take things we never owned from the lost and found. The Ninevites are really just like me. The Ninevites is the song. It's on a CD, Green Tree, by Will Feudeman. And Will, you know the part in that song, the lines I like the best, is uh, the description of what's so bad about the Ninevites. Because they drop their candy wrappers on the ground and they take things they never owned from the lost and found. How horrible, those people. (laughs) Yeah. And I assume that for you, And again, given that you've worked in psychotherapy and been a social worker, some people, if they do enough social work, get turned off by the people who are struggling. There's burnout, of course, that can happen. And there can also be, I have a son who's a a doctor and experiencing people misusing the medical system instead of taking care of themselves has had tarnished a little bit his idealism. Only a little bit. He's still very idealistic and really quite wonderful. But there was no rose-colored glasses. Did you have rose-colored glasses removed from your eyes by working as social worker, psychotherapy, any of those kind of activist movements? I would say one of the reasons that I moved away from being a therapist toward Chinese medicine is that people had issues that were not just going to be resolved by talking, and especially by sitting and talking. And my own experience had been that, you know, when you have pain in your body and it's stuck there, you want to move it. And I found that when I would work at an agency and I would be sitting all day with people who I was just sitting with, it didn't seem the most useful way to work. And I had met my first acupuncturist who was really helpful to me. When actually I was at a point where I had been in a car crash and my back was hurting so much I couldn't even sit down and I had one acupuncture treatment and it was remarkable. Pain moved down my leg, into my foot and out of my body over a couple of days and I went, this is good stuff. But I would say also, you know, just doing something in an office with individuals isn't all of what I want to do in the world. So I've been in various ways an activist for most of my adult life. And back in 1985, I took a trip with a 
group of other diverse people to the Middle East. It was sponsored by uh, the Resource Center for Nonviolence in Santa Cruz. And we were in Jordan, Amman, Jordan, and traveled around the West Bank and Gaza and all around Israel and got to Cairo, and we met all sorts of people. Met with members of the Knesset and journalists and religious settlers on the West Bank and members of the PLO and people living in refugee camps and Israeli peace activists. After spending three weeks traveling around with all these experiences, meeting with people and hearing all of their pain and frustration and ways they were thinking of one another as Ninevites in some ways, right at the end of that trip, I was standing at a bus stop in Tel Aviv and suddenly these words started coming to me. And if there was ever a song that was like a revelation, it was this song. So I got on the bus, started writing stuff down, and I was hearing backup vocals. I was hearing a saxophone. It was remarkable. Yeah, so there's a song called If I Try, which came out of that experience on that bus. <laughs> we'll go straight into If I Try by Will Futerman. It's from his recording Only One Sky. Here is If I Try. If I try Too hard Understand Somebody else I might Have to look At myself At myself if I, look if I look too hard, too hard at the person who I am, who I, am. I might not be so happy with all I see. All I see. All I see. If I. Not so happy with this person who is me. I might need to change the way I be. Way I be. We all seem to gather up some habits in our day. But when you start getting down to what you feel inside, you'd rather let the changing side be other one if some other kind of people says we're bothering them. We'd probably Rather pay them no mind, no mind. If our old friends say we're looking not so pretty as before, instead of looking in the mirror. Go blind Cause it hurts when you 
He's here as my guest today for Song of the Soul. His website is willfudeman.com. Fudeman is F-U-D-E-M-A-N. You can find the link to it on nordenspiritradio.org, which is where you can find all kinds of information. The song list for this program links to Will and to all of my other guests since 2005. We've already mentioned Phil Hose, who was a recent guest. Of course, that link's there, and hundreds and hundreds of others, both for Spirit and Action, Song of the Soul. You'll find links to the stations that carry our programs. And I want you to support, if you can, those community radio stations. Not only the ones that carry our programs, but all of them, because they provide a slice of music and news you get nowhere else at a time when six corporations own 90% of the media in the United States. It's a very narrow channel through which your news and music is coming to you. You can broaden that by supporting local community radio stations and other local media. So please support them. There's also a donate button on Norton Spirit Radio, and I'd welcome your support. It's the only way that this goes forward because it's not by corporations and not by government that this is funded. It's by you, the listener. Also, please post a comment when you listen to this program. So when you're hearing what we're discussing, the music and the words with Will Futeman, please remember to post a comment about it on NortonSpiritRadio.org. We just listened to If I Try. That's a 1989 recording, Only One Sky. As you said, well, it came pretty much as a revelation, a divine message. It came right into your consciousness, which is an amazing experience to have. Is that the kind of thing that happens to you elsewhere in your life? Pretty unusual, I would say. I mean, song ideas come to me from dreams. That is true. But uh, standing at a bus stop, that's unusual. I mean, I guess ideas come to me sometimes from dreams. So I'll wake up and I'll just start writing something down. 
or when I'm hiking or when I'm swimming. Ideas come less often when I'm sitting around. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking that just sitting around is not very you, Will. You mentioned the hiking and the swimming pastimes. Uh, Maybe that's a function of where you live. You're in Ithaca, New York, and I'm in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, and I've been to Ithaca a few times. Specifically, to go to the Moosewood Restaurant is one of the things I like to do when I'm there. Is it still going? Yes. Thriving. It's different. It used to be a co-op. It's not a co-op anymore, and you have to actually make reservations now. (laughs) I'll have to do that. One of the things that you mentioned, Will, is your connection with activism, that Making the world a better place is central to you, which, of course, it's right at the heart. Actually, the purpose that we have adopted for Northern Spirit Radio is that we promote world healing by broadcasting inspirational and educational voices of peace and social justice using the language of story, music, and spirituality. So that's right at our core. And I understand that activism is very dear to you. In which ways have you expressed outwardly your activism? Oh, I've certainly attended many protests. I've written many letters to the editor. I actually wrote a musical play about the Diablo Canyon blockade back in early 80s when I was living in California. And, yeah, my involvement at my temple, I was the chair of our social action committee for quite a few years. And in songs, I have a bunch of songs on YouTube. There's When the Citizens United decision came down, I wrote a song called We the People, which is up there. And actually, um, Rabbi Arthur Waskow contacted me after he saw the video on YouTube of that song and asked me to adapt some of his writings to music to make video of some of his prophetic writings, which was a huge project, and I got my friend Cantor Abbey Lyons to help me with that, and a bunch of other friends, and we now have a large band called Resonate, and we've put out a CD a couple of years ago with some of the Waskow pieces and other songs. There's actually a song by my old friend Jerry Tenney called Behind the Clouds, which takes from a line from the Pirkei Avot, sayings of the fathers, that we must not we may not complete the task but neither should we desist from working towards it or working on it i forget the words from the kirk i vote but jerry puts it better in the song the song's called behind the clouds There's a dark world where night is always falling Forces of destruction bring us closer to the brink 
Everybody's door is locked and the temperature is rising. I hope it's not later than we think. Hope it's not later than we think. beautiful song is Behind the Clouds. It's written by Jerry Tenney, performed there by the group together. It's called Resonate. And Abby Lyons was singing along with Will Feudeman. The recording as a whole is called Listen. And it is a very moving song. Is Jerry Tenney someone who I should know of in terms of music? Absolutely. Jerry is, he's one of the Bay Area's He's renowned for Jewish music, but he's also written a lot of great songs. Actually, one of his songs was recorded by Holly Near and Ronnie Gilbert, a song about the sanctuary movement called The New Underground Railroad. And I'm a big fan of Holly's and have known her music since early, mid-70s. Just love what she's done for all these decades, both the beauty of the music and the motivation, the theme, the world healing work that she does. I did an interview with her, what, 14 years ago or so. Oh, great. But anyway, back to Behind the Clouds and Abby Lyons in particular. She has such a beautiful voice. Who else is part of Resonate? Okay, David Frumpkin on violin is a good friend of mine. He's my buddy from our little klezmer duo. And Mahmoud Burton is playing the neigh. It's a sort of breathy Middle Eastern flute. On the album, he also plays the oud and hand percussion, the dumbek, and he's a phenomenal guitarist as well. And then we've got John Hilton on bass and John Simon on backup vocals there, but we also have John singing one of his songs on that album. And I think the best song ever written about Ithaca, it's called College Town. 
Well, it sounds like these are people I need to have more contact with. And again, folks, when you want to track down Will Feudeman, his professional site, dealing mainly with his healing work from Asian medicine, is called com. but you'll also find on there some links to his music. So on CD Baby, there are three albums you'll find that Will Feudeman's done, and you can get a link to them either from org or from Will Feudeman com Again, Feudeman, F-U-D-E-M-A-N. Let's keep on going, get a little bit more music in here before the hour runs out. What's next, Will? There was a protest in Ithaca on the eve of the beginning of the Iraq War, and four Catholic worker activists went to a local army recruiting station, and they drew their own blood, poured it, on the posters for the army recruiting stuff and kneeled down and prayed until they were taken off and arrested. And they became known as the St. Patrick's Four because they were arrested and did this on St. Patrick's Day in... uh, 2003, if it was right before the Iraq War. I think that's when it was, yes. At any rate, there was a trial going on and they all got sentenced to at least six months in prison. And there was a community gathering where these people were speaking. And Danny Burns, one of the St. Patrick's Four, was at the microphone. And his four-year-old son at that time, Finian, came up to him and was holding, you know, holding on to him by his leg and then took the microphone and started singing into the microphone. I don't remember what he sang. It might have been he's got the whole world in his hands or something. And it was very sweet. When Danny went to jail... I was thinking about his relationship with his little boy and and how the kid would be missing him, he'd be missing his son. And I wrote a song imagining I was in Danny's position in jail, what I might sing or say to my four-year-old son to try to let him know why I was gone and how much I missed him and how much I cared about him. And so I wrote this song called My Own Blood. By Will Feudeman. I want to tell you, I'll keep it simple, so you can know just what happened to me. Know why I left you, why you don't see me, so someday you won't be angry with me. There was a reason, I drew my own blood, and I went to that building and prayed. I thought of you, son, and children like you, and I prayed things wouldn't go the wrong way. I know it's crazy to think that praying can stop a man who has a foolish idea. I drew my own blood, I poured my own blood, I kneeled down with my friends and we prayed. I knew it probably was just symbolic And I knew that they might take me away I really miss you Will you forgive me? And if my praying helped Well, it's hard to say It's true some people Are hurting others And they are free to go wherever they want They have the power They have the money I'd explain it, but the truth is I can't I pray someday when we talk about this The leaders won't be hurting people this way And if you're sad now, I'm really sorry 
I never meant for this to cause any pain. I wanna tell you the world is better when what we do is just the best that we can. I'll see you soon, son, and we'll be happy. And you'll be glad to know I'm this kind of man who works for peace in every way that I can. What a moving song, Will. It's called My Own Blood, folks, and it is by Will Feudeman, my guest here today for Song of the Soul. His website, willfeudeman.com, you'll find a link to his music as well as to his work with acupuncture and other Asian medicine. And that is particularly near and dear to my heart. I mentioned to you in a previous conversation, Will, that I'm a Quaker and the anti-war sentiments and the sense of our own sacrifice. I have great respect for the tikkun olam tradition of Judaism, the Catholic worker movement. I think of St. Francis and many others that have been so powerfully motivated to give of themselves for world healing. The idea of Danny speaking to his four-year-old son is such a powerful witness. And I think you capture it so well in the song, the anguish that we go through. It's like, I'm trying to do my best, but why am I doing it? And it hurts here, and yet here's what I need to do. Well, thank you. And one of my inspirations in songwriting has been Charlie King. And something, when Charlie would come to California, I used to set up gigs where I lived, and I would open up for Charlie. And one little tip he gave me when he had heard songs like If I Try, which have interesting ideas and have their own power, he suggested that I think about putting flesh on the bones of my ideas by telling real stories about real people, which is a lot of what he does in his songwriting. So that's what I tried to do in that song about Danny and Finian. It's powerful. Remember, folks, come to NorthernSpiritRadio.org and you'll find links to Will. You'll find links to the several times that I've interviewed Charlie King as well and uh, Holly Near and all these other people we've been speaking about that Will has been connected with and and, uh, all of the great people, the People's Music Network with which he's affiliated. One more song, Will. How can we conclude your Song of the Soul? Right when I completed acupuncture school, one of my classmates told me a Chinese proverb, and I thought, this could be a song, and I just, I I wrote a song very quickly, sitting in a park in Arlington, Massachusetts. It was June, and there was a sense of the joy and the beauty of the natural world and good things coming, and I wrote this song called Green Tree. And we're going to listen to it in a moment, but first I want to thank you, Will, for contacting me. I'm so glad that Phil Hose had the connection with you and you with him and with Charlie King, all these other good people. It sounds like these are all sparks that come together to light a great flame of music, and I'm glad to see it coming through your music here today and through a life lived out to make the world a better place. So thank you so much for doing that work and for joining me for Song of the Soul. Okay, thanks to you. We'll go out with Will Feudeman's song. Again, Will Feudeman, W-I-L-L-F-U-D-E-M-A-N. WillFeudeman.com, you'll find some links to his music. Here is Green Tree from the album Green Tree by Will Feudeman. Thanks to Andrew Jansen for production assistance on today's program. And we'll see you next week for Song of the Soul. Here's Green Tree. Green Tree.
Music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it is called Song of the Soul. Check out all things Song of the Soul on northernspiritradio.org, guests, links, stations, and a place for your feedback, suggestions, and support. Send your Songs of the Soul to me, Mark Helpsmeet, via the info on our website, and join us weekly for Song of the Soul.